In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. And welcome to the latest podcast from Betches Media, not another true crime podcast, where we will be talking about all the sketchy shit your heart desires. Stuff like scams, cults, conspiracy theories, and of course, murder. I'm Sarah Levine, editor-in-chief of Betches.com, and my co-host is Hannah Perkins, famed memer of the Pretend Blonde account and former Betches writer. This episode, we're going to tackle a conspiracy theory, and it's a doozy. Yeah, I researched the shit out of this, and my brain hurt. (laughs) Yeah. So I found this on the home of conspiracy theories, a.k.a. Reddit, and I was, like, really intrigued, and here's the conspiracy theory in one sentence. Brace yourselves. Okay, I'm ready. Brittany Murphy was murdered. Ooh, hot take. Hot take. Um... It is a very yeah. hot take. So for people who don't know who Brittany Murphy is, first of all, what the fuck? Um, second of all, <laughs> she is an icon. She was in Clueless, which is an iconic movie. You just Everyone should go see it at least 50 times. And um, she was in 8 Mile, which I will admit I've only seen once. Um, and I'm... Uh, the only like thing I know from that is mom spaghetti and um, and she was <laughs> you and like half the internet literally half the internet and she also was in the underrated classic Uptown Girls with Dakota Fanning I mean that cannot be slept on um, so yeah she's a famous actress probably pretty much from the nineties early two thousands um, she died in December on December twentieth. 2019 no 2009 2019 it is 2018 right now um she died in 2009 of pneumonia so um in pretty sketchy and i think she was uh i want to say 30 something when she died yeah she was was very young. young so um it was an odd case all around yeah so the reason why there even is this conspiracy theory Um, is because, I mean, Brittany died of pneumonia, which is a little bit, it's weird if you're young. It's not very common for young people to die of pneumonia. But the even weirder part was that her husband died of the same cause five months later. That's weird. It's an infection that inflames the air sacs in one or both lungs. So is it contagious? God, the internet is amazing. It is a virus, or it's caused by a virus, and so they do they do uh-huh. spread from person to person, and it is contagious. So now everyone Half knows. Right. Um, but still, five months later, yeah. that's a, it would be one thing if they both died of pneumonia in rapid succession, but five months later is 
you know, people think it's a little weird. For sure. For sure. Right. So that brings us to the heart of the conspiracy theory, which is that Brittany Murphy and her husband were both murdered, but not by anyone, by the Mm. government. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So it's pretty nuts. Um, There's a lot of layers to this. So to understand what the fuck is happening, we need to bring in another character. And she's not really a character. She's a real person. Um, But she's a player in this theory. And her name is Julia Davis. So if you Google Julia Davis now, you might find that she's a whistleblower and counterterrorism expert. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Hold, like, take some Adderall. Yeah, I'm sipping coffee and I'm just, I'm waiting (laughs) Yeah, I had to bring coffee. So this, this girl's one. like um, a like kind of like want to be Snowdeny kind of person. So, uh, sort of, yeah. In like early two thousand four. Okay. Um, so brief background on her: she was born in the Ukraine in nineteen seventy four. Back then, it was the USSR. Mm-hmm. So don't at me. I already yeah. know that. Um, and according to her IMDb page, she's a producer, writer, and director, and was also a stunt woman and. Fun fact, she was a stunt woman for Angelina wow. Jolie. I looked wow. it up. I know. And she had a husband, BJ, who works in Hollywood, I think is a director, mm-hmm. producer, something okay. like that. Um, so that's a little background on her. Now, the here's where it gets weird. I think in, in 2002, I guess she decides to take a break from Hollywood. <laughs> and in 2004, she's working as a customs and border Whoa. protection officer. Whoa, what a, what a shift. So, you go from right. Hollywood to working I mean, for the border agencies? I mean, how does that even, How do you yeah, even get what? qualified for that with her like what are the qualifications for working at the border? I mean, right, it's I, it's interesting I would have kind of thought that you'd have to be in like, government somehow. A natural born citizen. Yeah, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, she's not even American. Yeah, but I guess she just decided she wanted to help the U.S. and serve our country. That is very noble. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing it, so. I don't know. Like customs to. and border protection. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if she, like, lied on her resume. She's like, I'm skilled in Excel, and I, like, <laughs> I'm born here in America. I'm a full American citizen, and I have, you know... I'm pretty sure that the last place you want to lie on your to resume the is to the government. But at the same time, is there like a line out the door for people wanting to work customs and border control? Like, I imagine right. they're probably it, no, like slim pickings there. Yeah. Right. I'm, she, I mean, she must be a citizen. I don't want to spread rumors. I would imagine that yeah. she's probably Well, she a married an American man. Like, she married. Yeah. Oh, and true. she's, she's okay. an American citizen. Yeah, BJ, not an Yeah, <laughs> He's American, for sure. He's from Indiana or something. Yeah. Right. Um, so basically, her job was to process people as they were coming in. She was at the border between U.S. and okay. Mexico, and it was, I think, one of the biggest um, border crossings. Or I think the it's biggest, the biggest I in I the world, actually. yeah. Huh, so that's yeah. intense. The more you know. Um, so her job was to process people as they were coming in and enter them into this Homeland Security okay. database. So... Here's what happened, and it's all really fucking weird. So on July 4th of 2004, she noticed that they had a lot of people come in from designated terrorist countries, which at the time included Iran, Iraq, and Brazil, among some other countries. Um, 
So they were a lot coming in on that day. She noticed 23 people from those countries were coming in on that day, which was abnormal because normally they would get maybe 10 to 15 a month. Interesting. Okay. So that's part one. All right. Part two is that she noticed that none of the regular protocol was used to process these people that they would normally use who were coming from these countries. They weren't fingerprinted. Nobody really asked them questions. They didn't take any documents from them. They pretty much just waved them. Okay, and this is in 2004. So this is right after 9-11. This is when people were, like, losing their their fucking minds over possible terrorism. I mean, it was three years later, but... But, I mean, people still do it now. I mean, look at how today is, you know? I don't know if it's ever really going to be the same. That's kind of interesting, though, because, like, is she, like, a high level of clearance? Because... How is she the only person who noticed this? I mean, isn't there is a supervisor or something? Like, well, we will. Okay. Get to that. All right. Cool. So here's so here's the even craziest part. On this particular day, July fourth, two thousand four, the government or Homeland Security already suspected that Al Qaeda was planning to pull some shit, and they had sent out a memo to tell people to actually be extra vigilant on July 4th, 2004. Sketch. Right. So it's extra supremely sketch that not only are more people coming in on this day, but they were all waved through on a day when pretty much everyone was briefed to actually be more strict. Right. So was it the same booking person or agent or whatever, like coming through? I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. Um, And I think... They didn't, she didn't even know who the people were. She just knew that there were a lot of them. So she takes this information to her boss who was like, oh shit, kick this up the ladder. And he tells her to take it to Intel. She goes to Intel and the door is locked and they all have the day off. Oh, because it's 4th of July. (laughs) Yes, however, everyone already knew to be on high alert on this day. So why is Intel What the fuck? Okay, I'm sorry. If gas station attendants have to work up 4th of July, the American government intel should have to work too. Like, there should at least be, there should at least be like one or two people on duty. <laughs> like, I mean, my gym right. is open on the 4th of July till like 4.30. <laughs> Mine is only open till one. Shouts out. Wow. Me. But still better than the intel. Yeah. Department. Whoa, that's like terrifying actually. If, if, Everything that is said to be true is true that, you know, we were supposed to be on high alert that day. And, you know, it is the border control of the largest border in the world. <laughs> I mean, there should be someone there from right. Homeland Security or Intel. That's um, very, very sketchy. Right. And just a disclaimer, um, this information is actually kind of hard to find from a reliable right. source. Um, so I pretty much found it by listening to interviews with julia and her husband as well as a couple of other websites but you're not going to find this on like fbi yeah i think everyone should remember that this is a conspiracy theory at its heart right take it with a grain of salt so it's we're not passing this off as true yeah we're not passing this off as true (laughs) this is a conspiracy theory okay yeah so after she notices intel is closed she's like this is serious i'm not just going to sit on this and she goes straight to the fbi And tells them what she knows. And that's when she starts having problems. Um, So she claims that um, essentially the DOJ didn't like that she made them look bad. 
more or less. And they filed immigration charges against her and her husband. Um, she was previously supposedly, you know, an exemplary employee, did a good job. Suddenly, 19 cases are brought against her. Wow. Um, she claims she's being surveilled by the government, having people follow her, and also claims that her home is raided and Black Hawk helicopters circle her home. Listen, it's if this nuts. shit is true, I'm going to be real pissed that tax money was spent on people <laughs> surveilling this random woman. Well, that <laughs> was actually an argument that she makes in this interview number a number of times. It's like the government allegedly would have spent millions of dollars following her and her husband. Yeah. And it seems like intimidating them when that could have been spent on having someone from Intel being there on July 4th. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And eventually she's declared a domestic terrorist. Mm, That's so So, interesting. It's weird to me. So, so yeah, people like her can be considered a domestic terrorist allegedly, but like people like, the Charleston shooter and, you know, people like that. Like, they're not terrorists. They're just crazy people with guns. Lone wolves. Oh, don't Lone wolves who had a troubled did, who so. had a troubled past, you guys. And this girl is the face of right. domestic terrorism. God, I mean. And I guess the conspiracy, uh, like, part of the conspiracy part is who were these people who supposedly were let in? Yeah. What were they doing? And why didn't the government care? Yeah. And, and on July 4th too, I feel like that's a significant day in itself. Um, I feel, I feel like if there was any day that people are really vulnerable in America, it's probably July 4th. Um, you know, so I know we're just barbecuing. No one gives a fuck on July 4th. There's fireworks everywhere. Like, you know, it's so, I don't know. That's an interesting... I have so many thoughts on that. The domestic terrorist thing, like, legit to its core pisses me off, but it's fine. It's really early in the morning here, and I, like, don't... I don't want to, like, fuck up my chi for the day and get upset at 6.30 in the morning, but but I'm upset. It's okay. All right. I mean, also, to be fair, like, we don't know that these people were necessarily terrorists. We just know that they came yeah. from designated countries, which, I mean... Now, given what we yeah. know about Trump's travel ban, they could have just been refugees normal or, people from yeah. Brazil. We really right. We have literally no idea who they were or what they were trying to do. Um, but that wasn't really that wasn't really her job. Nor did I think that like if this is all true, it doesn't seem like that's what she was trying to do. She was just trying to like be cautious about you know like what she was told. Right. But it more bugs me that she yes. was declared a terrorist again. If this is allegedly true, I mean, our government has changed a lot since 2004. Uh, some some for better, most of it for worse. So, uh, <laughs> hot take, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that's super interesting. Yeah. Now the big question is, how does Brittany Murphy come into this? Because it seems random, and I know mm-hmm. it does. Um, so here's what happened. Julia sues the okay. government, and... She settles out of court. The records are sealed, obviously, because it's yeah, the government. Yeah, but she wins, basically. Um, cool. Yeah, so I did read that she won. They uh, Some court found that... So she was eventually fired. Um, and some court found that she was fired um, illegally. And she also, I guess, sued the government for 
I don't know, mistreating her. Yeah. And they settled out of court. Okay. So the way Brittany Murphy comes into this is that she claims that Brittany was one of her witnesses who testified in support of her claims. And so now that's putting a target on yeah, her no back. Yeah, kidding. She's like, don't drag me into this. this person. Mm. Exactly. So Julia Davis thinks the government poisoned Brittany Murphy and her husband because of their support of her case. And the weird thing is Brittany Murphy's dad also agrees with this. Um, now, the thing about Brittany Murphy's dad is that he was not really a father to her. He was not in the picture. Got it. Brittany was really close with her mom. Her mom essentially raised her as a single mom. So her dad's word is certainly not Is it gospel. like Meghan Markle's dad who like didn't really like wasn't close with her and like suddenly he has all these thoughts on how she lives her life and things like that? Pretty much. He pretty much abandoned her and cool. her mom. Awesome. So yeah, he, because yeah, I noticed so, she took her dad or her mom's last name. Like her mom's last name is Murphy and she has her mom's last name. Yeah, her dad's last name is. Oh, I forgot. Damn. All right. I like it. I like her style. So that was helpful. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so Brittany Murphy's dad also thinks that she was poisoned. So he sued to be able to get the ability to like send her hair off to be tested. And he won. He sent it off to some independent lab. And it's he said that it came back with 10 times the um, World Health Organization limit for certain metals, which he and Julia Davis take to mean that Brittany was poisoned. I mm. think their theory is that if you are poisoned, I think with certain things like maybe rat poison, it'll show up as like a higher metal concentration. I mean, I, but uh, God, I hate to be this person, but like isn't certain drugs aren't certain, you know, prescription drugs or even, um, I don't know, like methamphetamine, like that kind of thing. Don't those have some of these metals in it as well? Because that's the, that is the other side of the story that I've always been told was that she, she died of pneumonia, but it was like kind of sparked. She had like some drug issues. And so, okay. I mean, that's, so I was going to get into this. Oh, later, wow. I just jumped the gun. Sorry. No, it's fine. So, um, Brittany's mom and basically argues that um, when you just send someone's hair samples for metal right. testing, it's not the most reliable. And it's not just her mom. I think experts also argue this. Um, things like hair dye, which she did process yeah. her hair, hairspray, that type of thing can show up as, as yeah. metal in a hair follicle test. Yeah, I mean, that's true. So, like, really... It's so vague and sending it off to an independent lab too is also an an iffy yes. thing because I mean, you can in theory pay people to say kind of what you want. I mean, not that independent labs aren't legit, but they're not taken as seriously, you know, as actual like forensic labs put by the government or whatever. Right. Um and um regarding the drug use, I'm inclined to think that's actually false. I really? found a copy of what appears to be the autopsy report. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this shit deep in the internet. I don't even remember yeah, that's how. Pretty, but really I'll just went down. Read, read from it. I Yeah, I'm thorough. <laughs> Say what you want about me. <laughs> I have a lot of faults, but this is not one of them. <laughs> right. So I'll just read a little bit from the autopsy report, if this is real. Hopefully it's real. 
It says the, this 32-year-old female had a history of diabetes and had been previously hospitalized for an episode of hypoglycemia. Um, it also says there's no history of alcohol or drug abuse um, and then some other stuff. So, yeah, it seems like she had been to the hospital complaining of shortness right. of breath and abdominal pain for seven to ten days prior to her death and she had diabetes um, which like already like weakens your system um and regarding the drug use so i found a copy of what purports to be Brittany's autopsy report i found it deep in the annals of the internet don't ask me how Perfect. truly could not repeat this yeah. process if i yeah, had yeah. to i get um, it hopefully it's real yeah um, but here, I'll just read a couple of sentences. So it says, this 32-year-old female has a history of diabetes and had been previously hospitalized for an episode of hypoglycemia. She had complained of shortness of breath and abdominal pain for seven to 10 days prior to her day of death. Ooh. There's no history of alcohol or drug abuse. And also, any drugs that were found in her system were either over-the-counter, cold medicines, or prescription drugs. Interesting. I mean, yeah, then... Uh, I don't know. Poor Brittany Murphy. So either way, she dies of pneumonia. And and it, and mm-hmm. like her dad is adamant. He believes this Julia Davis story. Yeah. And so here's one other interesting thing, too. I found a piece that the Hollywood Reporter did. The Hollywood Reporter did on her death. Um, I believe this was maybe before Simon's passing. Okay. Um, but here's a direct quote from the article. The author writes, Simon told us they had to take extreme security precautions because they were under surveillance by helicopters and their phone was bugged. So now... Is that paranoia, though? So the author writes it off as Simon was troubled, alludes to him having Munchausen's... Wow. um, ...being very paranoid and controlling, Mm -hmm. which is one side of it. However, Julia Davis and... Brittany Murphy's dad point to it as evidence that they were being surveilled and they were trying to tell people and no one believed them. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm following along and I'm, I'm building yeah. thoughts. So. Okay. So let me just get to the other side of it, which is Brittany's mom, who in my opinion is like far more credible. Than right. Her dad. Totally. She obviously um, vehemently denies this. I think in a letter it was either to the Hollywood Reporter or another outlet. She wrote, I'm quite confident Brittany never cooperated with Julia Davis, never signed any statement in support of her, never met with her, and barely knew she existed. Davis did try to contact Brittany through her agent, but all she got back was a letter from CIA, which is Creative Artist Agency, which was her agency at the time, um, which we have telling Davis that her client knew nothing about her claims and would not meet with her. Mm. Essentially, like, fuck off. Okay. Okay. So let me, like, like run this through my brain. So Julia yes. Davis is the whistleblower from Customs and Border Control. She says that, like, the government knew they're letting in 23 people from terrorist countries on July 4th. So then the government's, mm-hmm. like... He basically accuses her of being a domestic terrorist and starts following her, etc. See, okay, so just from the get-go, I, like, the government following people thing and the government spying on people. So to me, that sounds like like a, a crackpot. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds like someone who, like, is paranoid about the government 
and I understand why people are like I like I think all the memes are hilarious where it's like the FBI agent like watching my computer like I love those memes and I I get it and like I know the government does spy on us and things like that that being said to send a helicopter to surveil your house like where do you live do you live in the burbs because like that that would be really weird if there's just a fucking military helicopter flying over your house so some of these i'm like i wonder well that's what they claim i'm yeah but it's it to me that seems like a far fetch because if if there was a helicopter surveilling them in their hood like wouldn't there be more witnesses wouldn't there be more people to corroborate that claim couldn't more people go to like testify for her in that sense of like yeah she's being stalked by the american government and like being harassed I mean, granted, maybe they're afraid, but also there's a lot of people who who really want to stick it to the government in some ways. So, just throw- well, because they are filmmakers, they claim that they did get photographic evidence of the people who were following them. Uh, they did make a documentary that came out in 2012, but you literally can't find it anywhere. Um, Weird. It's not on streaming. It's not even on YouTube. The closest thing I could find was an interview about the documentary and a couple trailers. Um, I you'd have to order it through their website, but their website is so old. Yeah, I'd literally rather die than I order don't trust that, it. <laughs> that movie, um, right? So that's the other weird thing. Like, if this really happened, you would think that be, I don't know someone would want to pick it up. I right. think I'd be able to at least. Well, I mean, look um, at stream it somewhere sketchy, and I look at like find Snowden. It. Like Snowden got like a full length feature. There's been so many things about you know, whistleblowers and, you know, wh- who was the other one? Like Chelsea Manning was one, I think. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, like Chelsea Manning got a bunch of, like, press and Snowden did. So what's so different about this lady? Is it because, like, I mean, immigration's a hot topic, I guess. But, like, is it also because she's fucking crazy? I mean, is a filmmaker, is well, a filmmaker looking at the stuff that I'm looking at and going, what the, f- like, how am I supposed to make a movie out of this? Like, it just sounds like a paranoid person. And well, I think she does appear sometimes on news outlets as um, like a a counterterrorism expert. Oh, well, interesting. So but I'd have to Google it again. Yeah. I mean, so so either way, I'm already a little skeptical on this girl's story. The part that like really blows my mind is how the fuck does Brittany Murphy come into this? Like, is there any any indication that they're friends that they know each other that they work together that maybe their husbands know each other like is this just a total non sequitur like is Brittany Murphy just a victim to this girl's like pathological thoughts or this girl's paranoia or is she and I I don't know I like to me it seems a little weird and it seems like like I don't know these kind of theories I think I, so I read a report yesterday because I was like studying conspiracy theories, you know, in my in my <laughs> spare time. Um, and I think the thing that like to she died of pneumonia and that's really weird. But given what you just read about the autopsy report, it's not that far off. You know what I mean? Like I can kind of I can mm-hmm. kind of see it, especially because she has like a weakened immune system with diabetes and she was already feeling sick again if all this is true if that's the correct autopsy report it's not it doesn't sound too far off that being said i'm sure britney murphy was like awesome and she was like really well loved and she was a badass and 
I think that people, people who make conspiracy theories want to find like reasoning behind why things happen and they want to, you know what I mean? Like they, they want to find a larger purpose to why things happen. Things just can't, can't just happen, you know? So I, I don't, this is a, I will I will say it's definitely a crazy yeah, conspiracy theory. Yeah, I will say it's, my immediate thought is that this is a theory. I I don't think it actually happened. I think she died of pneumonia. What do you think? So okay, so I was like I mean, I don't have any reason to not believe this government stalking Julia does Davis happen. story. Yeah. Um so here's where I sort of faltered a little bit. Number one, it's not immediately clear how Brittany Murphy comes into it. And I was able to find a lot about um, Julia Davis and almost nothing about her connection to Brittany Murphy. Again, maybe if I had purchased this documentary, waited for shipping, um, waited to see if my credit card info got stolen, yeah, whatever, watched it, then they would have made the connection clear, but I could not really find it. Um, Just also thinking logically, to me, I'm like... If the government is um, just following one woman and maybe even intimidating mm-hmm. her, who's actually the main person, it doesn't really make sense to kill the witnesses yeah. when the main person is still running Especially around. Especially when the witness you know is I mean? fucking Brittany Murphy. Like, she's famous. <laughs> you know what I mean? That That yeah. is a little bit of a stretch. They're going to go and kill off yeah. the person that everyone knows that, I mean, why not at that right. point just kill off this Julia Davis girl, you know, that would make more sense to, you know, slowly right. poison her so she gets pneumonia. Why, why poison Brittany Murphy? It doesn't, that was doesn't the make other sense. thing too. I was like, I feel like if the government really would be stalking you, they would, I would think that they would be a lot more low key about it and not flying Blackhawks helicopters around your home. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it's paranoia because... I mean, I would like to think that the government is stealth and, you know, they kind of they wouldn't be like those typical like stalkers you see in like TV shows where they have the glasses and they sit behind like the newspaper. You know what I mean? It. I just I think that the whole thing is a, a very large case of paranoia. And if everything that Julia Davis says is true, that she, you know, all these things happened and she suddenly became a domestic terrorist for, you know, just doing her job. I, I feel like your whole life would be in limbo and you'd literally search for anything to make sense of what's going on. Well, so I also had a light bulb moment last night mm-hmm. and was like, I think I know how I can try to find the connection between the two if it exists. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Here's what I okay. did. I opened up Julia Davis's IMDb page and I opened up Brittany Murphy's IMDb page and I literally opened up, I, I searched everything, um, from when Julia Davis was a stunt woman, a writer, an editor, yeah. producer, Just to find any, any level little of involvement. Thing. Yeah. yeah, not like, oh, did they act in the same right. movie? No, like, was she um, a PA when Britney was doing something, when she had a cameo, yeah. you know? So I literally cross-checked everything, and guess how many projects they worked on together? How many? Zero. So there's, like, no indication that they ever knew each other. Nope. See, it, yeah. And, yeah. That. And I did further research on pneumonia. <laughs> um, and granted, I just read a lot of personal accounts 
Um, but I forget what it's called, but there is a, maybe it's even called walking pneumonia where yeah. you're able to function. Yeah. You don't even know you have pneumonia. Yeah, people have that all. I had a coworker who had that, who had walking pneumonia. Right. Yeah. And if Brittany was taking um, over-the-counter cold medicine that was suppressing those symptoms, she might not have even known how sick she was. Right. I mean, that's true. And maybe that medicine, like, caused those metals or something in her hair. And, um, I mean, I'm just throwing out. Who knows? This is yeah, a conspiracy theory episode. Anything, yeah, anything I think goes. It, yeah, true. You're right. I shouldn't conspiracy shame you. <laughs> I'm just throwing out thoughts here. I'm just saying, okay, I will admit that it's a little weird that her husband ended up dying of pneumonia as well. I can that's I weird. can say that that's weird. And there were there was a rumor that maybe there was toxic mold in the house. Um the mom kind of goes back and forth on whether she thinks or whether she agrees with that theory. Mm-hmm. Um the coroner is like, No. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't. Um but I did look a little bit more into her husband. I mean, it just sort of seems like they were both living this fast life. They weren't taking care of themselves. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's definitely weird to both get pneumonia, but if they're both living the same unhealthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. it's definitely possible that he would just in proximity to her catch a virus that would later turn into pneumonia. Yeah, I mean, it's not... The spreading of pneumonia here is not something that's a conspiracy theory. Like, it is proof. There is proof that it can be spread from person to person. So, you know. Yeah, but you don't think that, like, relatively young people who presumably have enough money to go to the doctor would actually die of pneumonia. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of the weird part, I think. Yeah. But I guess it happens. But, I mean, like like you're we saying, is she already had, like, diabetes and other medical issues and he may have had some too that we don't know about so you know they mean they may be more susceptible to things like this and i don't know i i see this is like i find conspiracy theories fascinating in the sense of it's interesting to hear how people think but i guess i am like pretty much i like i i like listening to it like i said but i'm not a conspiracy theorist are you no, and that's why I'm a little bit bummed about this episode because <laughs> we're both we're both equally skeptical. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to believe this, and I believe the first part. I just don't believe that Brittany Murphy has anything to do. I with agree. It. I like. I am a skeptic. Like I like to question things, but I also, you know, I also, I I'd like to think I have moderate common sense and like a a, a mm. little bit of realism in my life and some of these things are just because I, I don't know this one is not even bad as far as conspiracy theories go like this I mean I found some evidence <laughs> yeah I mean there's at least you can like kind of make a, a slight argument and like there's conspiracies out there that people talk to me about cuz I know like real conspiracy theorists who like truly believe these batshit crazy things and I just can't I just can't with them I I have to end the conversation because I'm like you sound like a fucking crazy person and I can't with you Mm -hmm. so well um also I wanted to add I just also feel like Brittany's dad is just using this to try to get more fame um I was reading news reports about 
their theories at the time that they were coming out and they were supposedly making a documentary yeah. and writing a book. I don't know if those things ever came to fruition, but it definitely seems like he's just trying to extend yeah. some level of fame, which is so disgusting that he's I wish, like, using his daughter's death. death. Yeah, I wish that the media did not entertain people like him and like and i think his name is thomas thomas markle megan markle's dad i mean yeah the markle that the nuts. markle family him and his sis and her sister drive me up a fucking wall like i i truly cannot stand them and i'm not like obsessed with the royal family or anything like that but i i don't like people using some bullshit for fame like and it seems like this guy was like yeah. estranged to Brittany Murphy. Like he really had no insight into her life. That would be like one of my really distant cousins if something happened to me being like at my funeral talking about how, you know, close we were and how much they knew about me. I'd be like, shut the fuck up from heaven. Right. You know? Well, that right. Send a lightning bolt down. <laughs> yeah, I'd smite that fool. So. Well, there's a phrase about that that I really like. It's called grief tourism. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's when some, isn't it? Yeah, great? it's a good one. You're like, Damn, that is apt as fuck. Um, it's like when something when something bad happens to someone that you vaguely know, right. but then you're posting on Facebook like R.I.P. I'll miss you forever. Yeah, yeah. You barely you barely spoke two words to the person. Yeah. I hate people. I like hate that. and I've like experienced that in like real life where I've had you know friends pass or like really really close friends pass and or have an incident um like one of my best friends he's actually the guy marrying us um he was in he was in a house fire like four years ago oh my gosh yeah it was really bad and he was like burnt really badly and i've known him my entire life and so you know i was at the hospital and i swear to god i got phone calls from people that we haven't seen since like third grade and they were like oh my god is he okay can i come to the hospital to see him like i miss him i was like fuck off dude like some uh, some of us are actually like grieving or like stressed out right now and i don't need your bullshit and i'm sure that's how Brittany murphy's mom feels with the dad of like i don't need your shit <laughs> you know yeah like where your ass was at yeah i just lost whatever, my daughter 30 whatever years of her exactly. life exactly so so in conclusion I don't believe it and kind of fuck these people at least <laughs> like a little bit, but whatever. Yeah. Also RIP Brittany. Also RIP. I'm going to go watch clueless. After Everyone this, go watch uptown girls. It's so underrated. It's easily one of my favorite movies of my childhood. So y'all y'all get on that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've debunked that conspiracy theory. Boop. Kindly someone alert Reddit. Yeah. Let them know. Should we play some games? I'm down. Okay. I was thinking we would play this game that I literally made up <laughs> yesterday. Perfect. Perfect. Called, do you have the time? So here are the rules. Okay. We each get 15 seconds okay. to, we will pick a conspiracy theory. Okay. Not this one. Yeah. No. Because we've debunked yeah, this we've, one. We've talked this one up. You get 15 seconds to try to convince the other person why that conspiracy theory is true. Okay, I can do that. I mean, I think, okay. 15 seconds will be hard, okay. but I'll, I'll try. Yeah, that's why it's fun, okay. I think. So we'll see. If it sucks, we'll cut that okay. off. <laughs> yeah, if it's all bad, uh, yeah. Okay, so should I, should I start or do you want to start? 
Um, I can start because okay. I have one in my mind. Okay, okay, go for it. So I'm going to pull out my stopwatch. Okay. I'm going to try to convince you why Katy Perry is John Benet Ramsey. Um, okay. Are you I'm ready? ready? Starting the timer. Okay, go. Okay, they look exactly alike. They were both in show business. Um, <laughs> that's basically, and they have the same eyebrows. That's basically all there is to that theory. That's the whole theory. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see it. <laughs> I mean, hard-hitting bullet points you just brought up. Um, I'm going to go with, I don't believe that. Um, Fair. Yeah, that's my just off the top. I just don't believe it. Um, <laughs> the eyebrow thing, though sketchy, is um, you know easily explained. Maybe they had the same the same guy who does their eyebrows. I don't know. So initially, when I looked at that conspiracy theory, I thought that their moms had the same name, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's something. Yeah. Um, Katy Perry's mom's name is Mary. Mm-hmm. John Benet Ramsey's mother's name is Patsy. So it's not even close. Damn, who in the world is I named was like, Patsy? Tr- I don't know. Well, Old people. Yeah, I don't know. Um, interesting. Okay, I mean, I also think that like the John Benet Ramsey case, that case in itself has about a zillion conspiracy theories. When it's very obvious to me that the brother did it, but. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm not. That's why I don't really feel like talking about it, because I feel like it's been done yeah, too many it's times. Really, it's a really sad case, too. Um, so, For sure. So, I, yeah, I'm going to go with I don't believe Katy Perry's JonBenet Ramsey. Um, also, <laughs> didn't they find John? Didn't they find JonBenet Ramsey's body? Like, did... Did Katy Perry like come back from the dead? Is that what people are insinuating? I suppose I should have put this in my 10 seconds, but I would say that... That conspiracy theory boils down to a few things. Number one, they look exactly like, kind of. Number two, they were both in show business. Yeah. Number three, Illuminati. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think the Illuminati can be its own episode. Honestly, I I also hate people who are like Beyonce and Jay Z are in the Illuminati. To to quote Beyonce. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. So Beyonce and Jay Z do not need the Illuminati. They are like they are their own. Yeah, Illuminati. for real. The Illuminati's terrified of Beyonce and Jay Z. So <laughs> leave Beyonce and Jay Z alone. Um. Okay. So I have a conspiracy in my brain. All right. And I should I time you? Uh, I mean you can. It's definitely like kind of kind of longish but not long lo- not like super long but just i'll make it i'll make it brief um no you got 15 seconds i'm gonna cut you okay. off ready okay don't start it yet i'm gonna yeah. introduce what i'm gonna say and then we'll start okay so i'm going okay. to try and convince you that the moon landing was a conspiracy okay tell me oh, tell me when i'm good to go one two three go. okay so the cold war is going on the united states and soviet union are in a space race the united states doesn't like to lose nasa will lose its funding if they don't get on the moon they put someone in front of a green screen you can tell it's a green screen because the flag waves around and it wouldn't wave on the moon and there's no one to literally prove that anyone went on the moon except buzz aldrin who you know he could have been the guy Stop. Ah! I, I actually gave you three extra seconds damn. That's so nice um damn okay Here's the thing about uh, the moon landing conspiracy. I don't know what to think. About. I I know. So here's here's the thing: is I did like some thoughts on like research on it. So 
my whole like original thought is like America and the Soviet Union were like in this, they're still in this thing, Russia now, or in this thing where like they go like whose dick is bigger. And the <laughs> the space race was like a huge deal during the Cold War. Like yeah, it was like it was. it was like this is gonna be monumental, first of its kind, blah blah blah. So we're we're already like racing to do that. And if NASA doesn't do it before Russia, you know, America's gonna be like, fuck NASA, like what can they do besides literally everything? And you know, like huh. things like like they'll NASA would lose its credibility and they'd lose its funding. So for them to keep the money flowing and to keep, you know, America, keep America great, whatever bullshit is going on, um, they staged it. And realistically, the only proof that we have is that photo of Buzz Aldrin on the moon. And like, I'm sure there's other proof, but like, that's the main one that the the general public sees. Um, And it looks like the flag is waving, which there wouldn't be wind on the moon. And wait, but you mean from a photo, it looks like the flag is so waving? the way the flag looks. I, I think there's a video, too, but the, the photo, the way the flag looks, it looks like it's like crinkled in the way that it's like in the process of waving. So hmm. so, you know, it could be I don't know, it, like it could easily be also people who conspiracy theorists are truly looking for any little crease in a flag to be like, look, it's waving where it's like maybe it just like wasn't ironed, you know? Like, I'm not... Yeah, I mean, I also watched Hidden Figures. Great movie. And, yeah, so... Yeah, I... I don't know. Pers- I don't think those women would lie about Personally, it. I think that they did land on the moon. Um, I mean, people, <laughs> like, people are like, well, the only thing... Like, Buzz Aldrin's footsteps are supposedly still on the moon. And it's like, we really can't prove that because no one goes to the moon, really. I mean, I I like postmate my Starbucks order, so I certainly do not go to the moon. Um, well, it also would cost you, I think, personally, about two million dollars to go into space. Yeah, it would cost me a lot, and there's just some safety hazards with that that I'm just not down with. Until we get like some xenon 21st century shit, I'm not going into space. Um, but yeah, so I personally believe that they did land on the moon. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I definitely did believe that, but. You've given me enough to think about that I'll research it, so you win the game by default. Excellent. And I will say, it's the first, like, big recorded American history conspiracy theory. It's, like, the first one that, like, shaped how we are today, where everyone thinks the world is going to end. So, you're welcome. So, and also, the moon landing thing is actually the first recorded American history conspiracy theory. So it's kind of shaped the way people think today, like all this crazy shit all the time. It was like the first one to be circulated. So you're welcome for this little piece of American history, y'all. And thank you for ruining my productivity. You're welcome. My boss is going to be like, Sarah, why did you spend all day today researching if the moon landing was Hey, man, your internet search history is going to be real weird. Real weird. I'll go incognito. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. And remember, if you like weird shit, you know where to find us. Betches.